Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Ali walked beneath the paint-spattered stepladder. A black cat had just wandered into the shop and crossed her path. The cat, like Nicholas Knight, looked at her as if she'd crawled from under a rock and walked away from her. Nice to meet you too, Ali said. She checked whimsically to see if the cat also wore the same expensive soft leather loafers as Nicholas Knight, observing four white paws instead. I bet your name is Boots, isn't it? She asked with a smile. Either that or you've managed to step in some wet paint somewhere. Ali surveyed the drop cloths littering the floor of the shop she'd rented from Jessica. There was almost as much paint on them as there was on the freshly painted walls. Her schoolteacher's refrain echoed in her ears. Neatness counts. She'd never listened to them. For her, getting it done was always what really mattered. Accomplishing something. She had lots of energy and little patience. She preferred the excitement of plunging right in heedless of pitfalls or dire predictions of doom. Thinking and planning were foreign to her nature. Instead, she did whatever came to mind, trusting to gut instinct. Besides, everything always seemed to work out eventually. Heeding the insistent voice of her conscience, she muttered, Okay, so sometimes it doesn't. But this wouldn't be one of those times, she assured herself. Nothing would go wrong, black cat and ladder notwithstanding. She glanced down at the oversized t-shirt she wore over a pair of old black leggings. It bore the Nike slogan, one of her all-time favorite ad campaigns. Just do it. Her feet were bare, save for the white paws she'd acquired by stepping on the paint-spattered drop cloths. Giving up on coaxing the cat, Ali climbed the ladder to paint. As soon as she was hard at work, the cat sat down at the base of the ladder and meowed seeming to object to the ordinary name of Boots. Too late now to make friends, Allie admonished the feline. Dipping a paintbrush into a bucket of white paint with a pink tint, Allie promised, but if you come back tomorrow and let me pet you, I'll see what I can do about scaring you up a saucer of milk. The cat licked its paws, looking as if Allie's offer was beneath consideration. Allie laughed and began applying the paint to the ceiling. I see that tuna look in your eye. Guess you're right. It would take more than a saucer of milk to make me purr. Out of nowhere, a picture of Nicholas Knight surfaced in her mind's eye, and she found herself wondering what it would take to make him purr. Probably a woman of a delicate constitution, always on the verge of a swoon over his dark, intense, masculine presence. A woman who knew her place, somewhere near those sleek loafers of his someone who would probably even shine them and enjoy doing it. Unfortunately for him, such women no longer lurked in the attics of dark, brooding mansions. The 60s had come, along with the radical idea that women could actually think and do for themselves. She smiled to herself. Nicholas Knight did look as though he'd been in a rather bad mood since then when he'd found he'd been born decades too late. She sometimes felt sorry for him. His mood was going to get a lot worse very soon. While it was clear to her she didn't have what it took to make Nicholas purr, she was quite certain she had what it took to make him growl. She was going to prove him wrong. So he thought she wasn't a good businesswoman, did he? His challenge was exactly what she needed. If it hadn't been for her impulsive decision to open the antique shop, she would have procrastinated half the summer away, trying to decide what business she wanted to open. 
It had been her pattern in college to dabble in this and that. Having made her decisions, and having ascertained that the shop was a viable business proposition, Ali had set about acquiring enough pieces to open the store. Though the recent articles she'd read in women's magazines had given her the germ of an idea about opening her own small business, as many women in the 90s were doing, it was Nicholas Knight she had to thank for making the decision easy by pushing her emotional buttons. Even though starting Ali's antiques had been an impulsive act on her part, she would make it work. She was just as stubborn as her father, her mother liked to say, probably because it was true. Once, when she'd been about eight, she'd decided to take a new way home from school. She'd overheard another kid referring to it as a shortcut. Somehow, she'd gotten the directions confused and had ended up getting lost.